What is happening, everyone? Welcome to episode 73 of your favorite podcast, the Gordite Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Mahaley, alongside my co-host, Scott Simmons. And today we're going to talk about beating the shit out of the logbook. But honestly, we kind of have some fun LOLs at the beginning of this as well that we kind of hope you guys enjoy. I think within the first five, ten seconds of the podcast, you're going to be laughing your ass off. So I'm not going to take up any more of your time. Episode 73 brought to you by Revive Supplements, brought to you by Raw Supplements. Use code Mahaley20 at checkout. I will see you inside. So I have some really exciting news. Yeah. For listeners, this is the first ever podcast that we've done. Hi together. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you were so excited to set that up. God damn it. I was. No, dude, I we was. did the uh, THC and bodybuilding. We did do the THC and bodybuilding one a little bit high. Yeah. I don't know. Megan was just, you know, a poor influence. It's been, it, I would agree. It's, it's this, Friday. This is Megan's fault. It's, it's 100% Megan's fault. It's Friday. And you know, like it's, it's been a long, it's been a long week. Yeah. Um, a lot of things, a lot of fucking things going on. You know, Scott has, uh, the, the, the coffee company mm-hmm. that he's starting, you know, obviously everything with TM, everything with the podcast, mm-hmm. you know, we started up the iron intellects, um, Instagram, which is fantastic. If you're not following it, Dude, like, why the fuck would you not be following it? Anyways, um, you know, we 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 have hyperdrive opening Monday. Yep. Um, I don't know. We we have a lot of items going on. And dude, apparently everyone just thinks I'm like a coach. Yeah. You know, I started like posting about some of the projects that we're doing and mm-hmm, stuff, and mm-hmm. like people are like amazed that like you're venturing out of bodybuilding coaching. <laughs> yeah hang on that that's that's a part of me yeah it's not well, the it's, whole it's like how many people actually think i'm just a photographer that's true that's true like yeah. so many people are just oh scott like this guy like takes uh, pictures and is on the podcast yep and you know i mean whatever like that's, that's cool that's, yeah i mean that's, that's a good fucking place to be Shit. not bad gets you a lot of fucking i mean in your own way you just add add to that yeah yeah and, and, and you know I, I i also think there's beauty in like um there's beauty in allowing people. It's like what we were talking shit about on yesterday's podcast. No, oh, yeah. There's still beauty in allowing people to fill in the gaps. Yep. You know, yep. like letting their minds wander. But because the overall perception of us is extremely positive. Mm-hmm. And so if, you know, the opposite of what we were talking about yesterday, if you just kind of allow their minds to wander about like, what do they do? Yeah, I do it all and the time like, with, like with other people. Same, same. Yeah. And like good things always come to my mind. Yeah. And I like make people out to be probably better than they are, but you know, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would rather be making people out to be better than they are, the worse than they are. That's true. It, it, then it feels like you're contributing to building their building mm-hmm. a little bit, you mm-hmm. know. You know um, who I do that the most with <laughs> right now? Uh, How to Beast. How to Beast, really. Always. You, don't, you don't know him very well? No, I do. But yeah. I feel like there's so much more to him. Yeah, yeah. That we don't see because he's always so busy. He's so busy. I feel like I know David pretty fucking well. You guys have hung out much point. more than I don't. I don't yeah. know. Him and I have never hung out. It was once here with all of us. He's a different dude, like yeah. off the camera and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, like cool. dope as shit. Yeah. yeah, he's super fucking cool. But I know he's got like his other projects that he wants dude, to do. He, he has a lot Julia of projects. Too, yeah. You know, and it's. You just imagine he's sitting in that office or his desk after he edits and he's like, okay, what's next? Bro, he just grinds, dude. It's like he, his mentality kind of fits in here. Oh yeah. It's like, why did I stop working? Like, what the fuck I got to do other than this? But they're going to Houston. And yeah, you know, they're moving to Houston, which, you know, kind of fucking sucks. But we sort of, have you noticed I kind of, I don't like heartbreak. 
And so like whenever news oh, like that yeah. pops up, I just kind of distance myself sure. a little bit. So it kind well, of sucks. we'll miss you guys. But yeah, we're going to miss you guys a ton. Uh, I don't like heartbreak, man. Yeah. You know, it's like, like you establish really good friends and like, you don't want to part of life, dude. I know, dude, but it just sucks. Like, uh, you you got to protect the way you, yourself. You got to perceive it a different way. <laughs> that is true. Or letting someone go. That is true. Well, it also gives me, you know, reason to go to Houston. There you go. And I don't know. I think Houston's a Grant's shit out there. city, but yeah, Grant's there. Plenty of, plenty of reasons now. David's there. Yep. Uh, fucking Christian's there. And Christian doesn't even know that I exist. Actually, you know what? He, he probably does. He, he sent me 3D energy. Save this savannah too he already so knows the circle he probably think he probably <laughs> if you set my name around him he might be like able to pull it back out the cobwebs He's like, i heard in that there. name before i heard that name real small guy doesn't mm. look very much right yeah, yeah. Doesn't, doesn't make as much money as me doesn't make near as much money as me <laughs> and that's goddamn true oh, you know what's funny i don't watch people's youtube videos often yeah but man i was watching christians mm. i i have found myself watching many of christians um alpha land yeah why video. why you know why because i'm gonna build that here okay and like i'm watching it and i just get so fired up like dude megan yeah. was asleep on the couch the other night and i was just like glued to the tv and i was like oh yeah i was, yeah. I was like fucking crap it's like you're it. taking notes yeah yeah i really am yeah and i, I couldn't fucking get enough dude i, I love fucking get i enough. love watching him because it's like watching that kevin hart documentary yeah i agree those kinds of people yeah oh man it's fun to watch the high them. performers yeah right before we hopped on this podcast uh we were watching chef's table on Netflix. So Megan and I watched this show, you know, late at night and it, it brings up some very thought provoking, you know, um, items. So the woman we watched tonight, Nancy Silverton, mm -hmm. she's sort of considered, um, you know, she, she's maybe universally considered, uh, the best chef, um, like in, in the world right now. She's an icon and she's an icon. Yeah. And then we watched funky, F-U-N-K-E. If you have Amazon uh, video, dude, go watch that shit and just watch how fucking hungry this guy is. And he's like the best pasta maker in the world. Mm -hmm. And the way, you know, I, I, I love watching these people because... You know, the, the way that they're talking about their craft, it's they're not chefs. Yeah. They're, they're they're artists, artists. Yeah. you know, working with, you know, creating something enjoyable to share with you that they're not even going to get to enjoy yeah. the actual like, like like the fruits of their labor is you loving and enjoying their meal. Yeah. That they prepared for you. Dude, that's uh, I'm not no way am I comparing myself to these people. Yeah. But well, I'm about to compare myself to them, so go ahead. Okay, well, then, I do, then let's just say we are. You should. You compare yourself to greatness because exactly. then you become great. Exactly. Um, your path follows your perspective. There it is. <laughs> I uh, I took that photo of Jason, mm -hmm. and every, the initial reactions, the same thing. It's, and it's what you get. It's like clients, though, yeah. too. The, the initial reactions you get, like, oh, shit, that's yep. fucking sick. Or like a new client steps on stage. Yep. Everyone's jaw, jaw drops and yep. gets the floor. That's a cool feeling. It's a really cool feeling when these people talk. And, you know, I... I <laughs> I can't cook. I can't cook for fucking. I still want to make daily steak. Dude. I told you that. I can't cook for <laughs> dick. I mean, nothing. But, you know, one of my best friends is a world renowned chef. Now, he's not, well, actually, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. I, I don't want to say he's not on Nancy Silverton's level. I don't think that's fair mm -hmm. because Tyler, you know, I mean, 
I mean, fuck, Tyler's a guy who, you know, would be in contention for a James Beard award, especially now that he's going to have his own. He just, it's not, I don't think it's fair because he hasn't had enough time to develop greatness. Yeah. Yeah. This dude, you, if you've never had a meal by Tyler, you've never had a fucking meal. Like I'm so convinced in saying that. And, um, I, I, I watch how these people are with their food and the obsession. It's, it's so much further than an obsession. Like an obsession just doesn't even quite, it's an addiction. Yeah. And like, fuck, I watch him and I dude, that's how I fucking feel. Yeah. That's how I feel about the human body. That's how I feel about watching the physiology unfold of what's going to happen and watching a protocol, you know, take place in, 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 a, in a human body who's mm-hmm. trusting me and believing in me. You know, I, I mean, I would say every client who's on board right now, like they believe in me endlessly. They mm-hmm. just like, they just let it go. Yeah. They don't fucking think they're like, I hired, you know, one of the fucking best in the world and I'm, I'm I let it go. And that's a pretty good power for people to have is to not second guess yourself. Isn't that fucking powerful? Yeah. And it feels good. Like for the first time in my life, I feel that, you know, with the Mm -hmm. coach as well. And so I'm watching these fucking chefs and it's just, it is amazing to watch these people's passion Mm -hmm. and just how much energy they have to be able to fucking do this every single day. Like I'm talking to Tyler and he's like, why would I want to leave the restaurant? Yeah. Like he, he wants to work 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. seven days a week. Like mm-hmm. that's that's all he wants to do. Yeah. Well, fuck, dude. I feel that like why I want to coach bodybuilding. You know what I can't wait for? I can't wait to bring Tyler to mainstream. Oh, I know. Oh, dude. Oh, just I wait. I can't fucking wait. We, sh- we, we shouldn't go down this hole right now. Start <laughs> sharing some things we can't share yet. Yeah, yeah, Tyler's going to be on the podcast. I just can't though. wait to like take pictures of him and film. This is what I mean. Take pictures yeah. of him and film him cooking in his element. Yeah. Just like in yours. Yeah. You know, you can capture the moments. Yeah, I'll be. That's gonna be so I easy. Can't, I can't wait to see the first time that Tyler tells Scott to get the fuck out of his face. It's gonna happen. It's gonna. Happen. <laughs> I'll just buy so, a bigger zoom so, lens. Yeah, yeah. further back. <laughs> see, you guys obviously don't know Tyler. Tyler is. I mean, he, he's a dude in the zone at work. Yes. You know, so I got a bodybuilding show when I'm, when my clients on stage, I'm going to separate myself from the group. Don't fucking come near me. Don't be well, around me. Like we said, we surround ourselves with people we like, exactly. people we enjoy, people we want to build us up. Tyler became yeah. one of those people. And Tyler became one of those people because of how great he wants to be. Yeah. Like he wants to be legendary, but completely beside the point. Sure. Yeah. That was fun podcast. though. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk to you guys about beating the fucking log book. Wow. How do we go from talking about chefs? Honestly, I kind of just, I kind of just, I kind of just want to leave the podcast here and go watch some more chefs. Table should, we, on Netflix. should we close it now? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have Tyler over to make some fucking food. Like Tyler, you have no idea how hard we just built you up in this podcast. <laughs> so about that log book. So about that log book. Oh my God. Actually, dude, Tyler started working out. Did he? Did you see that on his IG? No. Yeah, dude, he I started working to. out. I'm gonna. He, he's just too. He doesn't do enough on his Instagram to pop up. So I need I to know. turn on. I'm gonna do it now, dude. Turn on his post notifications. Dude, he, so he was on the stairmaster. Good for him. It's a start. <laughs> he's skinny as shit, but it's a start. And he stopped smoking. Yeah, and he stopped smoking cigarettes. Yeah. I was so proud of him. So. I am here to actually bring some substance to your ears, although I kind of just enjoy talking and beating the shit with Scott as well. So we're going to talk about beating the logbook. And this is something I mean, dude, if you're one of my clients, you've heard me saying a check in response, make sure to beat the logbook this week. I mean, fuck, I've already said it to Scott and Scott's only been with me like two weeks. Who, by the way, Scott's doing really well. He I checked in morning. today. Yeah, he, he checked in today. His resting heart rate absolutely sucks. So we're working on getting that down. Yeah. But he's a lot tighter than when he started already in the scales up a pound. This is good. Why is the scale up a pound? Because he's holding himself extremely accountable with the training. And whenever there's, you know, training and involve very intense training there's an immune system response that forces water retention to happen inside of the muscle okay localized localized water retention 
And that's kind of what he's experiencing, but he's way tighter. Super fucking fired up, man. It's going to yeah, be good shit. Fun. I'm going to make Scott the most yoked cameraman in the world. I beat the, uh, oh, dude, I had this stupid, this is so stupid. Yeah. But I find this hilarious is that I love the fact that I hope I ever become the photographer. The photographer. Oh yeah. my God, dude. That's so fucking funny, Isn't but it can it? happen. Yeah. It can fucking happen. I beat the, like 250 just yoked out of your mind. Speaking of logbook, I beat it today. Yeah. Yeah. Scott beat the logbook today. You, you guys already fucking know I beat the shit out of that logbook today. Yeah. I picked that logbook up and I just, I put it on a punching bag and I just fucking beat the shit out of it every day. <laughs> but truly, truly like that sounds crazy. But in my mind, that's kind of what happens. I, I, I simply just refuse to not be everything I did last week. I can't remember the last time I had a session where I did not beat what I did the previous week. I, I can't relate to that. I can't understand how people aren't able to do that. It's it's I, simply just across the board. I know we've talked about this before yeah. for like long term listeners. But yeah. when you say beat it by yeah. beat it every single week, some people yeah. I would assume might skew that and be like, oh, you mean you're crushing 50 more pounds. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of what I mean by that is I'm hitting more reps or more load throughout the set where I have better execution, uh, better my muscle connection, uh, more time under tension with a certain load. It just, it, it just, it, it depends. It's, it's all about exercise enhancement. It's about movement enhancement more than exercise enhancement. I think we kind of close ourselves in this like phone booth, if you will, in terms of how we think about training, how we mm. think about exercise. So, you know, there's people who, you know, might be avid followers of mine who are like, train to failure, beat the log, but crush it, dominate, dictate, boom, boom, boom. And maybe maybe their ideology behind being in the law book is actually different than mine mm. because I do talk about it very casually. Mm -hmm. There's another, you know, element of people who are on, you know, leave reps in the tank, you know, X, Y, Z perfect movement patterns, nothing less other people who, you know, five by fives, the threes by threes, or, or there's other people, German volume training, whereas other people who everything's an intensifier or, you know, time under tension people, there's so many different phone booths. And I feel like we kind of put our, ourselves in these and that's the only thing we're allowed to believe look i believe that we should kind of be in the middle of all of them mm -hmm. if you watch one of my sets you'll see that the, the the form is very 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 perfect and watch someone who's excelled uh like leaving reps in reserve um like uh, uh mike israel He's he's big proponent of that. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right, but watch his exercise execution. It's gonna it's very 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 similar to mine. We've done this a long time, mm -hmm. and and I, I, his exercise execution is not similar to mine. The actual path of the movement is similar to mine in terms of how um, just good it looks. Um, yeah, effortless, yeah, effortless. Sure. That's what I'm looking for. And I think that training to failure should incorporate that. Um, I think that training to failure should incorporate strength focus as well. I think training to failure can incorporate really high reps like German volumes style, uh, style stuff. I think um, training to failure should incorporate some intensifiers where need be. Um, I think that the best training method lies in the middle of all of the ideologies. Okay. So when I say beating the logbook, we either have better. Well, it's actually even simpler than that. Across every single set of every single exercise, you did one of a couple items. Number one, you moved more load. So what does this look like? 
Last week, maybe you did nine reps at 135 pound dumbbells. This week, you did eight reps at 150 pound dumbbells. You moved more load in that time throughout that one set. And every single set, we did that. Okay. Maybe you did 135 for nine last week. You did 135 for nine this week. But the execution of the movement was much more focused and was much more optimal for what you were going for. That is still beating the logbook because it was a better movement for your goal than what you did last week. Maybe you stayed at 135. Maybe last week your execution was really good, but you didn't feel you could maybe bump up to the 140s and have good enough execution that that sufficed you. So you stayed the 135s and maybe this week you hit them for 11 and a half. That is still beating the logbook. You are improving And you are pushing your body into a place that it has to adapt because it has never done that before. So every single session, that's what we look for. We look for taking the body to a place that, oh, wow, I've never done this before. And that is where adaptation is forced. Okay, it's not recommended. It is forced. It is mandatory. And understanding the reasoning behind a logbook here is very important. Well, number one, you're going to forget things. You're going to forget your weights. Actually, it's really funny. I don't. Yeah, I noticed. That I don't. I, I remember commonly. everything I did. Yeah. I mean, we can go back to the last four sessions. The last fucking, I swear to God, it's bonkers. Yeah. I'm like fucking Rain Man with my training. <laughs> it is amazing. Yeah. It is amazing. I use an Excel sheet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, it works for Scott's brain. I would have such bad anxiety if I had to fill out a fucking Excel sheet every time I did this It's shit. not that hard. He says, Scott, <laughs> like that's like me saying, well, it's not that hard to bend over 405 pounds. Okay. See, that's exactly, a little exact different. Same thing. No, it's not. No, it's not. That's so fucking no, different. There's all. a physical component no. and a mental component. Get yeah, the fuck out of here. And I'm a physical guy. <laughs> I'm a fucking animal. <laughs> so it's easy. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Get out of here. Oh, my God. But understand if it can be put in a log book, that means it's being measured. If it can be measured. Measured, it can be improved. I know, extremely cliche line. I think um, Urban Active used to use that as like a personal training um, sales thing. If oh, it gets really? measured, it gets improved and all that stuff. That's stupid. Um, yeah, it's really stupid. But I threw the cliche right in this fucking podcast. Hey, and they people are going to be like, podcast. oh, dude, if it gets measured, it gets improved. Like people want to run with it. Yeah, I mean, it's true. It's a true fact. Understand the importance of training staying consistent. If every single week we're doing different movements, And you think, you know, maybe muscle confusion is an item. Understand that's just neural relearning. So let's say you stay on a program for three weeks. All right. And then after three weeks, you switch it up. And then you do three weeks on another program. And throughout three weeks, you really, you know, Every single week, you're just beating the shell of the logbook by like 20 fucking percent load and execution on every single lift. Uh, it doesn't really count the same because it's literally just neural relearning. You have to be able to stay in this shit long term. I mean, we, you know, we're, I'm at the tail end of perfecting the training split that we have right now. I hadn't touched it in like 22 weeks. So about 22 weeks went by and that's including, you know, the quarantine time from the end of the gym, um, before quarantine into quarantine. Then after quarantine, we kept movements as stable as possible, understanding I kind 
kind of just used a barbell and a dumbbell for my entire fucking training. Um, and so I got movements extremely uh, uh, consistent there. So we're just at the end of finally switching things around. I've been tinkering with it for about four weeks. Um, and like in four weeks, like two exercises have changed. Uh, that's what I consider tinkering with it. But you have to stay on something very, very, very long term. OK, I would anticipate that once this current split gets nailed down, which I think today we did end up nailing it down exactly what I want to do. You know, we're going to do it for another six months. And throughout that six months, we're going to beat the logbook every single week. So muscle confusion is not really a thing. Whenever you switch up your workouts and you just start really seeing those take off, it's just neural relearning. You're relearning the movement pattern. You're relearning how to activate the fibers throughout that movement pattern. And, you know, that kind of holds a lot of substance here. Uh, but it doesn't actually mean it doesn't actually mean that you're getting that much better in terms of your physique or overall strength. You're just if, relearning the movement pattern. If so, you said we'll do that for about six months. Yeah. Right. So after that six months, you know, you start to find the transition period. Yeah. Do you find yourself having uh, lost some of that muscle memory in other movements that you haven't trained in? A while? So that's an interesting question. And I want to expand upon I want to come back to that because I want to expand upon some. Yeah. In six months, like what we did this time when we just switched our training, there's like four movements across all of our training days that we changed. Oh yeah. Sure. You know, so sure. like, I also don't want people thinking in six months, we're just going to do a complete retool. Yeah. Like, okay. like that's switching my training. I, I switched four movements. Yeah. Like I have two push, two pull and two leg days right now. And I switched four movements across those leg days. Yeah. And you know, we're seeing it, uh, you know, do well so far. So to Scott's question, when we come back to that movement. So today is actually the perfect answer to that question because we came back to barbell rows and the last time we had barbell rows and I did 405 for like four reps, mm -hmm. but they were really shaky reps. Mm -hmm. And today on my second set was remember the first set was 375. Mm -hmm. On the second fucking set, I did 405 for like nine or 10 reps with way better movement throughout the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So as long as you're training you know, very similar and like movements. Now, what we have been doing since last time we barbell rode is one arm dumbbell rows and then um, bilateral uh, dumbbell lat focused rows. Yeah. So we've still been doing like movements. Now, yeah. if we were on like the cable row machine, it wouldn't have been close to that. It would have been close to doing 405 for eight. I probably would have been able to do 405 for like one or two. Mm. I would have lost a lot of that because the overloading principle of that cable machine is just vastly different from the dumbbells. Mm -hmm. And the cable machine at the gym is actually not really heavy enough to overload on for me anymore. And so I would have dropped back a ton. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, no, that's a really good question. If you're training the right way, if you're training with true intent and you're programming with true intent, you're going to come back to that lift like the barbell rows and you're going to be just as strong, if not stronger. David, too. Oh, yeah. You know, last Sorry. time I saw David been over row 275, it did not look like that. Mm -hmm. And he had three sets there tonight and mm -hmm. it looked really good. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he improved through that as well um, because he's been training the right fucking way. So understand when you're constantly pushing your place, you, you, your body to a a place of adaptation. So we have the training set and we're overloading this training every single week. We're, we're hitting this train. We're hitting this train. We're hitting this train. You're constantly adapting, right? Understand we're going to need more stimulus at some point. We're going to have to add something in. 
This something could be as small as, you know, today we finished with incline dumbbell curls, just straight sets. Well, maybe the last set we do a drop set. That's more stimulus, right? So eventually you need to get to a place where you're going to have more or honestly what I do, because right now I'm not really trained with intensifiers. I, I just, it's just not needed for where I'm at right now and how I'm improving right now. So what I'll do is like every three weeks, I add one set to the session. Think about how little that is, but your to your body, that's huge. So every three weeks we had one set to a session today. I kind of did it because we, uh, the last time we did barbell rows, we were doing a top set and a one working set and then moving on. And today I did a top set and we did two working sets after that. Dude, that. that was a monster. Yeah. I noticed Fuck, that. that sucked, dude. Like we were three sets in and I was like, yeah, dude, my eyeballs are in the back of my face. That's one of my head. favorite movements now. I love that movement so yeah. much. It's just, it's one of the best, yep. man. It's one of the best. Um, so understand the more you adapt, the more you force adaptation, the higher minimum simulating threshold point is going to be, dude, you guys have listened to the pod. I've talked about this so much. Oh my God. Like you guys ever get tired of me saying minimum simulating threshold, minimum simulating threshold, minimum simulating threshold. Should we make That's an episode good. title minimum simulating we, we need, threshold? We need Fuck. to make, we need to make one of those buttons. Of those minimum buttons. simulating threshold. <laughs> I was looking at a uh, program one before we started. Dude, I didn't find it in time. Dude, we, we're we're going to program. We're going to have some cool sound effects coming. <laughs> it's just going to be my voice. <laughs> As if you didn't hear it enough. As if you didn't fucking hear it enough god damn it uh, i feel really bad Maybe for david Steven's yes. voice in here dude oh my god saying gentlemen gentlemen <laughs> yeah dude david has the same burden i have now yeah dude just <laughs> hearing me way too fucking much i can't wait to get steven on this podcast oh yeah people are gonna love him tony yeah tony's mm-hmm. t- tony's gonna be a fantastic dude we need Five mics from the core five pod. Core five pod. Yeah. Dude, how much fun would that be? Oh, we're going to do it. Oh, <laughs> we're still going to do it. Yeah. I was saying Sam Miller is going to Houston like uh, at the end of this month. Mm-hmm. And he and Grant are going to drive down here for um, like a day or maybe a couple mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was saying, man, that'd be a fun ass podcast. Have four oh, of shit. us. On. We need another <laughs> that'd mic. Be fun. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We should get all that set up this yeah. week. The people will love that. So. Don't stop doing what works until overloading has plateaued. So what does this mean? So whenever I change training, it's because truly I cannot right now for, you know, probably about three weeks straight, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of stuck and or I see a downward trend at the rate of progress. I think that's kind of what it more is now is a downward trend in the rate of progress. Whenever I see that starting to occur and I simply based on how I'm feeling during a session and what my biofeedback is during the actual session. When that starts occurring, that's when I switch things up. So we're still beating the logbook. But the ROP has slowed and we need that to stay consistent, especially as a bodybuilder who, you know, has really big ambitions right now. I need that that rate of progress to stay consistent and I need to continue being able to progress. And if I notice during the sessions that, man, this just wasn't hitting like like it was, I just take some time away, especially as an advanced lifter. Now I've been doing this. God, I feel like I'm fucking doing this my whole goddamn life. (laughs) I looked at Scott the other day after a fucking set and I was like, this shit better be worth it <laughs> so like some days some days i fucking feel like that like, dude this shit hurts so bad it better be worth it yeah man. <laughs> i don't know all the flex for fucking trophies and that amazing in a wow thong. and a little thong <laughs> yeah hey but you know the but that thing looks good thong. sitting over there <laughs> but hey that's a fat ass mr ohio trophy yeah, what the is. fuck is up and then dude. when this wall's filled up shit. oh yeah 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 see it's all worth it i love that trophy <laughs> so 
constantly stay in a learning phase. Okay. Don't ever think that you just know so much, you know, your body so well or X, Y, Z. I mean, you can think you do, you know, it's been interesting. I, I train in a lot of trainers and coaches mm-hmm. and a lot of trainers and coaches who have hired me listen to this and yeah. they're going to LOL when I say this. So there's a lot of people come to me like, I know what my body needs. I know my <laughs> body. And, you know, I kind of talked to him about the power struggle. Like, yeah, all right. You know, I have zero doubts. So you know what your body needs. Uh, you know, just I want to make sure before I bring you on board that you're kind of able to give up control of that to someone mm-hmm. else. You know, they're always like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then it's like 14 weeks in and and, and they're like, damn, this is way different than what I was doing before. Oh, really? And their rate of progress is just it's vastly way different than where it was before. So don't ever stop learning. Stay in that learning phase. You, I promise you, you you don't out know. Uh, you know the a, a lot of things that you think you out know. Okay, um, constantly assess. Constantly be willing to pivot. Not necessarily change. Just pivot. Constantly kind of be in tune just with your body. All right. So, let's say you get to a place where you think you're going to need to change. You don't need to change your training. You don't need to change your approach. You know, whatever it might be. Let's first focus on changing the stimulus. I already talked about one, you know, method of doing this. Just add a set. Add one set every three weeks and watch what happens. Other items we can do, time under tension. Add an isometric hold. I love doing this on a fucking bench press. An isometric hold where you come down and you just squeeze your chest like 365. Mm -hmm. And then you just hold it here, hovering like two and a half inches above your chest, just squeezing your pecs, start camera for like five seconds, and Mm -hmm. you hit a rep, and that's one rep. Oh, Mm -hmm. dude, that's such a bitch. I love it. So isometric holds, big thing you can add in. You just make sure that I I I would highly recommend doing isometrics with barbells or dumbbells. Honestly, preferably barbells. Or if we're talking legs, something like a leg press would be great to do it on as well. Um, probably wouldn't do it on a hack squat, to be quite frank. Um, be very selective in where you're doing isometric workout. Okay. Concentric, obviously. Uh, you can slow down these the concentric, which personally I don't find a ton of benefit for in the upper body. In the lower body, I think anytime you can add time under tension is good. Um, you know, I, I would stick to manipulating concentric to the lower body. And then obviously manipulating the eccentric. We have so much fucking research that points to this. We have really good and concrete research that points to this being extremely beneficial. We're forcing the muscle to extend under an extreme load. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Like, do I really need to say more? Mm-hmm. Like the visual of that happening is just extremely anabolic itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like I just grew from thinking about that. Yeah. Happening. <laughs> <laughs> so we can change the execution, the movement pattern. Is your movement pattern perfect? I'm not talking about good. I'm not talking about really good. I'm not talking about your spotter said it was okay. Is it perfect? Video yourself in the gym. Watch, assess, give yourself feedback, pick it apart. Hire a coach who fucking gives you feedback. Pick yourself apart. The only way you get better is if you're constantly critiquing and criticizing yourself. Now, you know, give credit where it's due. But like, man, every training video I watch myself in the gym, when I first watched it, I'm like, oh, what the fuck was that? And that, you know, I realize it looks good, but I see something. Mm-hmm. I just see something in there that needs change. And then I go on and change it. I, I have to find something. I'm obsessed with finding something. Yeah. If I don't find anything, I feel extremely unfulfilled. <laughs> but there's always something. No one's perfect. The focus is always on movement. 
overall loaded movement. How much loaded movement can we get in that target muscle without overextending or overreaching, a.k.a. overtraining? We can't dig ourselves into this fucking hole. You can't go in and do fucking 20. Dude, if your workout is 20 motherfucking sets of a muscle, holy balls, dude. We're like leg day. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude, we used to do that. Jesus Christ, college, dude. Where it was like a shit. Like oh, you spent yeah. Your hour. You're like an hour and a half in there. Absolutely. Which is actually less time than we spent in there today. Yeah. But you're doing so much work. Yeah. You're just doing so much work. Like we were in there, you know, over two hours today. And, then, you know, quick. We did five. I guess seven. there are five of us. We did. Or we did like 12 us. sets. Yeah. Five biceps, seven back. Yeah. And, you know, it took about two hours. But see, I don't mind having so many people because, dude, my rest periods are long. Sure. It helps. Like, it helps. My rest periods are long. I got it. I finish a set and I'm like fucking killed over, like trying to fucking find myself. Yeah. Sometimes I don't even fucking know if I'm still alive. Who's like, is this shit fucking real? Where the fuck did I blast off to? Yeah. It's like, like, cause the stars like start in like the corner or like the, it's like outside of your vision. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're just like spiraling inside. And I'm like, fuck, dude, I hope I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Elon took me with him on a space mission and just zapped me right up. I've been getting much more uh, ears ringing lately. Oh, yeah. That, that's all that comes first. I me. never get that. That comes first for me every time. That's interesting. Yeah, but it's yeah. only after set. And it feels kind of good. Yeah, kind of like, now, I actually. Like it. Yeah. I don't know. It's You feel like you work. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit. How many other people are driving themselves to the point their fucking ears ring? I don't yeah. think many. I don't know. Based on what I'm seeing, it doesn't look like it. So the focus is always on the movement. But... We always need to be focusing on the mind-muscle connection as well. You can assess... All the videos you want. You can lift all the weight. You can be doing all the fucking things. If your mind muscle connection is not there, if you're that, that neuromuscular connection is not there and constantly improving, it should be improving every day. Mine improves every single day. Every time I do a, a, a exercise, it never feels the way it did last, you know, the last time. There's always notes and cues and items that you're kind of picking up on that you, you remember and then you make it feel better next time every every repetition is a learning tool as well it's like shooting free throws you're not going to go in and mindlessly shoot free throws when the state championship game is tomorrow right mm -hmm. like you're going to go in here and shoot free throws <clears throat> with intent like trying to distract yourself but saying so focused through any distraction that you're trying to sink that free throw every repetition is the exact same so you know even warm-ups like don't fuck off on your warm-up sets your warm-up sets the exact way you practice is how you fucking play dude i've never seen someone's warm-up sets um look worse than the top set now that speaks volumes right because some people's warm-up sets are pretty fucking sloppy and then they load weight on there and it's like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> like god like peyton could list better <laughs> he can't even stand on two legs and he could do that yeah better. yeah you know it's it's like every single repetition counts your body's learning i just fucking talked about neural uh, neural learning your body's constantly doing that so if you slack off and you do you know 30 warm up repetitions and then you do 10 actual working repetitions. Well, you practice the movement pattern wrong 30 times. Which number is bigger? 30 or 10 doesn't matter the when it was loaded. It matters what you were doing, you know, in the in the bullshit time where you're fucking off. Your body's constantly learning. So when we're constantly learning, we're constantly adapting, we're constantly retooling to figure out a better way to do it. Okay? 
So your mind muscle connection should be huge. That should always be being enhanced. Honestly, like no matter what the weight is that you're using, no matter what you're doing, no matter how long you're on a split, anything, my muscle connection should always be enhanced. So that's my spiel on beating the fucking logbook. It's simple. You show up, you don't allow any other option other than dominance, other than complete all out brutal annihilation of that set. How far can you take it? How far can you push it? But how close inside of the terms and conditions that I've kind of talked about here with your form being well, with your mind being right, actually taking the set to failure, teaching your body the right way to move. How far can you take it with keeping within those parameters? And then you log that. And then next week you have a new fucking challenge to beat. every single week. You have to apply a new level of stimulus. It's really, really, really simple. Quite frank. Training is not really rocket science. Yeah, it's 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 simple. It's easy. And the simpler you keep it, the better it's going to be for you. And it's perfecting that. There's like all these scientific equations that people need to talk about <laughs> with training. I'm like, God, all of you are so small. It's the, it's the paralysis by analysis. Yeah. You know what I've noticed? I should do a podcast on this. You know, what I've noticed the people who are obsessed with data. Oh yeah. Everything's data. Yeah. 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 Dude, they never get anywhere. Yeah. They never make the progress that people are just like, got it. Mm hmm. Like you never try. They, 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 they think that like truly they hold themselves back because they think that everything is an extremely applicable data point. It's not. Yeah. Some shit doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Actually, there's a lot of shit that doesn't matter. It's like if they read a textbook, they assume they're going to come out and it's going to be perfect. Let's talk about the things that matter. Here's the fucking things that matter. What's your blood glucose reading? What's your resting heart rate at? How do your pictures look? How is your performance throughout the week? How's your digestion? How's your hunger? How's your sleep? How do you feel like you're handling stress? If I did not just mention it then it does not matter period it doesn't matter so focus on the fucking shit that's in your control all those things guess who's in control of them you are data outside of that does not matter period point blank end of story episode 73 i'll see you next time